This podcast is part of the MyPodcast.com network. Go online right now and get your very own 100% free podcast, MyPodcast.com. This is a download from Okay, so this podcast is for my Year 13 media students who have just completed some work on Raging Bull and The Contender. The task that you've been set will take place in a lesson next week. You're going to be writing a comparative analysis essay on these two texts under exam conditions. Of course, I want you to be focusing on the key concepts that we've been studying throughout the course, but I also want you to start applying those hot topics that you've been researching, those issues and debates that are going on in the media world today. Raging Bull 1980 was directed by Martin Scorsese. It's based on the life and boxing career of the Bronx's Jake the Raging Bull LaMotta. The film is black and white and begins with a long single shot of Jake LaMotta in slow motion. As the music increases, the title appears in red. A contrast is created, the classic monochrome against a violent bloody red. The themes, the narrative, genre and character are established. Our main protagonist is represented as a lonely figure. Look how huge the ring is in comparison to the character. Why do you think Scorsese has distorted the size? Robert De Niro, in his Oscar-winning role, portrays the self-destructive personality of LaMotta, his paranoia which eventually leads him to become isolated as his wife and family eventually leave him. For a more detailed plot summary, visit Wikipedia. Being a black and white film, it adds to its period authenticity. It adds to the realism, so it helps to reinforce the real nature of the story, the genre. The film is often classed as a biopic, um, a film that dramatises the life of a particular person or a historical event. It's very different to the based on a true story that we get at the beginning of Goodfellas. The film is classed on IMDb as a biopic, a drama, amongst others. And that highlights the problem in categorising texts, so remember the genre debate. The film is very much concerned with the representation of masculinity. As you know, many of Scorsese's films deal with this conflict in masculinity. We see many scenes of LaMotta's violence, um, how he's unable to distinguish violence in the ring and in his personal life, and there's often scenes of domestic violence or fighting with his own family. What about the choice of music? Think about how we feel about Jake. The music helps to establish the skill, the art, the beauty of Jake, who in other scenes is, well, a savage. The style of this opening shows a man in his prime, and the rest of the film will be an account of his decline. Look at the next scene. The LaMotta in this scene is very much a contrast to the earlier image. Because one night I took off my robe and what I do, I forgot to wear shorts. I recall every fall, every hook, every jab. The worst way a guy can get rid of his flab. As you know, my life was a drab. Though I'd much, though I'd rather hear you cheer when you tell, though I'd rather hear you cheer when I tell them to Shakespeare. A horse, a horse, I came in for a horse. I've been a winner for six months. 
1964 and go back in time to the 40s where Jake is about to lose his first fight. As we discussed in class, in 1976 we had Rocky and we had the sequel Rocky 2 in 1979. So I'm sure the last thing Scott says he wanted was comparisons to be made between Rocky and Gage Bull. I'm not saying that Rocky is a good film, I very much like Rocky, but there's something authentic about Raging Bull that is missing in Rocky. It also adds that 1940s feel, which is where the earlier parts of the film are set. I'm sure most of you have seen Rocky. Well, look at how the boxing scenes are filmed. At the time they looked pretty real, but now they look quite dated, um, full of action. But not to say the camera is often outside of the ring, you don't really get in close. Whereas when Scorsese films the boxing scenes, you know, look at that opening sequence again. We are not just spectators, we are part of the action. We're in the ring with Jake Lamotta. So we know the genre of the film, and it's important that you discuss the culture conventions of biopics. But apart from talking about genre, we also need to look at Scorsese, because he's often described as being an auteur. If you look at a lot of Scorsese's films, there are certain things that they share, lots of things that they have in common. He's an Italian-American director, had a Catholic upbringing, and he trained as a priest. So, a lot of these themes influence uh, many of his films. You'll often see religious imagery, themes of conflict, guilt, um, often themes of redemption, and of course masculinity. We've seen Goodfellas, we've seen Mean Streets for our MED4 exam when we were looking at crime films. And you've also seen Taxi Driver when you were studying the representation of New York City. You've probably got a good idea of Scorsese's style. It's very masculine, lots of violence. We've already talked about the Catholicism, an urban, gritty New York setting. Lots of quick editing. His, his editor's often uh, a film shoemaker. And he often has a popular uh, rock soundtrack. Many of his films portray uh, a man's decline, his conflict. Um, um, we see that in Taxi Driver. We see lots of jump cuts. He loves his red lighting. Remember that scene in Goodfellas. Many points of view shot. The slow motion, which is so important at the opening of um, Raging Bull. And all of this reflects the characters. Often Scorsese distorts elements. Once you've done a bit of research on Scorsese and um, the, the conventions that are often represented in his films, think about many of those examples you can see in the, the extract that we've been studying. After Jake loses the fight, they return to the neighbourhood, the Bronx. We see Joey, Jake's brother, walking with Sal, who's putting pressure on Joey to get Jake to fight for the mob. 
Like many of Scorsese's film, this introduces us to the criminal element and places Jake in a dilemma. People went crazy. That shit would have never happened if Tommy was over there taking care of it. I mean, you know he's got to be with Tommy in New York. Get a title shot. Jake hates the neighbourhood hoods. Um, he doesn't want to be owned by them, but there is only chance of a title shot. In the next scene, we learn something about Jake's domestic situation. Listen to how he treats his wife, how he speaks to her, and the scene quickly descends into violence. Truth, all right? You can't, I'm telling you. You can't fucking eat and drink like an animal. 
this one up in Bonjour, and you can't do this. Tell me. Forget about the Reeves thing, you got a million other fights coming up. You just can't keep doing this. As Joey calms his brother down, we get an insight into Jake, and this disturbing conversation highlights Jake's self-destructive personality. shown on ITV1, ITV2 and the current series is on ITV4. The genre of reality TV is supposed to be real as the name suggests, but many argue that through editing and selecting, the plots are manipulated, the setup. But reality TV shows are incredibly popular and there's a huge wave of them at the moment. But perhaps popularity is waning as we're now getting lots of celebrity versions. 
The contender could also be viewed as a reality game show. The boxers are contestants, they're eliminated until we have a winner. Because of the current trend of reality television, I think it's important that you do some additional research. There is a possibility that this issue could come up in your exam. It's also worth discussing this sponsorship and advertising in your essay. Um, it will allow you to talk about the media effects debate, it will allow you to talk about postmodern theory, so don't forget it. The show is presented by Sylvester Comey Sly Stallone and he is accompanied by Sugar Ray Leonard. There's also somebody called Tommy and he's like a, an old-fashioned style trainer and then you've got Jackie who's in the mother role as the counsellor. Previously on The Contender. My two kids, they lie on me. They're the fire inside me. They make me burn. Well, we got my work cut out for me, but when I'm done, chilling on your head will be on a platter. Box him, Daddy. Box him. Beat him up. Everybody thinks that I'm going to pick Jimmy Lang. I'm saying to hell with everybody. I'm going with what's right for me and my two kids. All right, Tony. You have the right to choose whomever you want to fight from the East. Who is it? Brent Cooper. Huh? I just... Jerry, wait up. Jerry, Jerry, wait up. Anthony betrayed a lot of people. He's lost a lot of trust with a lot of people. If you would have been a man that just told me about it, you wouldn't have professed all the time. You don't know me. I think the Lord put me here to be the contender. I know God's got something for me. God likes people who help themselves. Remember that. My kids are my inspiration. They're gonna make me win tonight. God help Brent Cooper. structure. We always begin with a recap, what happened last week, then we see the fallout and the conflict, then we have the title sequence. Again we have the use of slow motion, we even have stills as though they're actual photographs of these men in their day-to-day -day lives with their family and friends. Themes of loyalty, and as we're going to see in this episode, betrayal are also established. And the two teams reinforced by their colours, yellow for the west coast and blue for the east coast. Throughout the title sequence we get lots of positive images of men and masculinity. We see issues of family, children, we see competitiveness, ambition, commitment. Uh, lots of shots of the male spectacle the body being emphasised, the muscles, strength, power, status. So masculinity, a very important theme.
next section, I want you to think about the diversity of the characters represented. We have Anthony, who's just won the previous fight, and we have Ishii, the black boxer from the West Coast, who is infuriated by the whole situation. Notice how the music changes and how he's stereotypically represented. Unfortunately, Brent may have gotten hurt. It's nothing personal, but I had to do what I had to do. Things happen, but I get to go to the second round. That's like him, you don't even knock out. That's like him, you just make him pay, dog. You make him pay. I swear, dog, I'm making a pay. Fight between Brent and Anthony is exactly what I didn't want to, to be a part of. It was a fight that was not fair in our books. We shouldn't agree to that, man. We should have never agreed to that. Well, we shouldn't. That's why I'm pissed off. You're not feeling responsible for this. I swear, dog, I can't even live with this cat. Did you meet the West team? Yes, they sat by us and introduced their initiatives. They're kind of mad at me because I was supposed to take a different opponent. And they got kind of mad at me. Why? I don't understand that. I picked the guy that I thought was best suited for me. And they're mad. That was not a fair matchup. It was not fair. I didn't think that fight was right. I didn't think Anthony chose a, a worthy opponent. He should have got in there with Jimmy. That's not something I want to do. I want to fight tough opponents to get to the next round. That was Joey's opponent. That was a fair fight between him and Joey. That was Joey's guy, man. No need to try and do what he did to Brent at the end of that fight. I was had by Anthony pretty good. This is a guy I've been living with for a while. I've been there for him when he's crying about his kids. Guy lied to me, to my face. I moved out after the fight. I just felt bad that I was duped. What happened tonight was boxing. My son's kids are beautiful kids. They were cheering up and down for their daddy. Their daddy might get knocked out in the, in the second round. No one's gonna feel paid for that. I don't know if I told you this or not, Twan, but I'm very proud of you. Thanks, Mom. You gave it your all. You always look good up there. I'm so proud of you. Thanks, Mom. I was telling Brent in the corner, I said, you got a fad? His jabs are nice at first. I see you got work behind it. Right hand left to get out when you're done. It was like a big cat on a mouse. His attitude up in the ring like he's the master of destruction. I'm gonna be the first knockout. Oh! Can't believe this coward got a knockout. No, I don't like that. Listen to that, they're going crazy in there. I don't even want to hear his name in this house in the water. Oh god, my aunt comes through those doors. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> I'm scared of all that. I'm not going out there. Delicious. Thanks, Tart. I appreciate it. When you're in the ring, you do your job. No matter what, okay? After the challenge, you sit you pick your, your match. No one argued it. Well, why are they so mad now? This opportunity is probably one of my last shots. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to win for me and my two kids. 
Oh, second round's gonna be hell. But you know what? I'm ready. Whether it be Alfonso or Rishi. I don't find any fault with Anthony's behavior in a fight. You're in that ring to be a gladiator. If you're too nice, you might end up getting hurt. And you move around to the next round, which is the most important thing. Whether it's Ishii Smith who wants to beat me up now, whether it's Alfonso who probably wants to beat me up now, you know, stand in line, take your turn. Try taking me out. I'm a rock. It's going to take more than two fists to take me down. In order to lose, you're going to have to put me in a body bag. And I don't think there's a man here that can do it. discussed the structure of each of the texts, but what about the theory? Do you think these texts are masculine narratives? Is everything told from a masculine point of view? Are we the audience positioned in a masculine way? These are questions you need to think about. Both texts establish enigmas. We want to know how Jake ended up as a stand-up in the nightclub. We want to know who wins the next contender fight. We have cliffhangers and hooks to keep us involved. Both texts have the familiar action codes, all those signs that we understand. The iconography, the setting of the boxing ring, the costumes, the robes, the gloves. But remember, only one of the texts is real. The other is just a creation, a representation of the real. There are lots of binary oppositions contrast between slow and fast motion, the before and after Jake, the stylized title sequence and the gritty reality of Jake in the club. We have the internal conflicts of the characters. We have the yellow team versus the blue team. We've got loyalty versus betrayal. So the binary oppositions aren't just media language aspects, but they're also aspects of character and themes and narrative. Now think about whether we have any stock characters. Do we have heroes or villains? Are they anti-heroes? And is a new equilibrium established at the end? What do you think? Representation. Remember, representation isn't just about people. It's about places and it's about themes and issues. We've already talked about the representation of men, but don't forget the representation of women, the representation of violence, the representation of boxing. There's lots more to talk about. Remember to try and link this to your values and ideology. Thanks for downloading the CJMediCom.blogspot.com.